Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So back in 2007, I heard there's this new song by the Foo Fighters called The Pretender. Now, knowing Dave Grohl's love of classic rock, you know, he's remade what Baker Street and, you know, these different things. I just assumed this is a remake of the Jackson Brown song from 1976. So I was excited to kind of hear what the Foo Fighters were going to do with a Jackson Brown song. And so finally it came on and I'm going after like a few seconds. I'm like, I don't think this is the Jackson Brown song. (laughs) So I didn't really understand why Dave Grohl would call this song the pretender like like his, uh, he has to know who Jackson Brown is. He has to know what this song is. Okay, so it's just kind of confusing. And this few, the Foo Fighters song is a great song in its own right, but I just can't help but thinking that maybe Grohl, out of respect, maybe should have not called it that. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too much about it. And but that's what we do here on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. <laughs> we take utterly silly topics and talk to you like them to to you like they're really really important. So, in other words, so what we're going to do is we're going to call these things musical homonyms. These are the songs, or different songs, but they have the same name. So we're going to count down a bunch of them tonight and have a good time with you guys. So stick around. The Ludini Rock and Roll Circus starts. Get ready to rock out with your talk out. It's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Welcome back, moms and dads, boys and girls, children of all ages, to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Good start. Oh, man. Good start. Pittsburgh, Kevin, that was not the right sound effect. I told you not to play that one whenever I announce the podcast. Sorry. Scolded. Right on the air. You need to go into some kind of punishment later, Kevin. Perhaps I should be corrected, Mr. Gorms. But I corrected them. <laughs> my my wife and daughters didn't like the overlook at first. But I corrected them. But then I corrected them, sir. <laughs> Maybe uh, a good talking to. Mm-hmm. Maybe a bit more. If you don't uh, mind my saying, <laughs> no, you are the caretaker here, sir. You've always been the caretaker here. <laughs> you know why he knows that? Because he's always been there. That dude was there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you are listening to Danny Rock and Roll. How many, Circus how, many, how many white guys do you know named Grady? Exactly. Ludini Rock and Roll Circus sidetracked there into The Shining. I hope that you guys enjoyed that uh, little bit of banter because it's all you're getting tonight because it's going to be a serious podcast yeah. for once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now, see, that would be the perfect time to play. <laughs> Anyways, um, Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Our website is LudiniRockandRollCircus.com or LuLombardiMusic.com. It's a great way to get in on some cool stuff we have going on. We've got a private Facebook group. Um, we do all kind of giveaways and fun stuff, so check it out. Uh, LudiniRockandRollCircus.com. Lud- 
LouLombardiMusic.com. And this next sponsor I want to talk about, it also happens to be his birthday today. Can you believe this shit? Can you really, really believe it's someone's birthday today? This is ridiculous. Um, let alone the one and only, the magnificent, the, the most awesome, awesome, His Excellency, Chris Thunderwolf Dodson. We love you, brother. Thank you so much. And speaking of Chris Thunderwolf Dodson, you want to check out his website, wolfscustoms.online. They do uh, amazing custom painting on musical instruments, things like that, music-related things. And um, they have tons of different designs and different things they can do. Hollow Flash is one of them. Uh, but if you go to wolfscustoms.online, you can see some samples. Tell them Ludini sent you. Shout out to Rock Rage Radio. Go to rockrageradio.com, download the app, and you can uh, listen to great guitar-driven rock 24-7, free of charge, as they say. Speaking of Rock Rage Radio, we oh. have the... Hold full on. band hold in the on. house. Hold on here, Lou. Can I say something? <laughs> no. Um... I want to say happy birthday to Chris. Chris, happy birthday. Would you like a popsicle? Oh, my God. He's 48. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> That's that? that? We're having problems. Uh, technical difficulties, everybody. <laughs> Please stand by. <laughs> anyway. Um, so anyway, so we have Lily V6 from Rock Rage Radio. What's up, Rock Rage Radio, Lily? What's up? So I was uh, super disappointed when the Apathy Brothers canceled this week, so I will not be going to that. Mm. However, I did have my own show on Saturday uh, with some great local bands and some out-of-town bands as well, and it was super fun. So next time I have one of those, come on out, October. Well, these things happen, you know, mm-hmm. sound men have Die. strokes, you know. <laughs> oh, no. It happens. It happens. Right. I had somebody die at a gig once, you know, so. <laughs> Tragic. So it happens. It happens. Keith, you ever play a gig where somebody died at the gig? Yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> right it, pulled me it pulled me back in with the jaws of life. <laughs> Every time I, I play, think about it, I, I played Wipeout for seven minutes straight and I killed over. <laughs> Um, so we have Keith the Hawk Hawkins back with us. What's up, Mr. Hawk? Yes, hello. How are you? And you've survived. Oh, you've been to the great uh, wilds, the jungles I, of, of I got New a, I got a T-shirt that says I survived the Cat 4 hurricane. <laughs> there, will be no, there will be no Cat 5 in my life. No. Really? Because if there ever comes one of those, I'm get out of Dodge. <laughs> no. All I do is Dodge. He's already got the, the plan and everything. You just strap the drums with dogs back and we go up the street. <laughs> Okay. Like your drums on one of those sticks with the packs and everything. <laughs> it's like a hobo pack, yeah, but with a snare drum I, in that's it. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> it's a hobo pack with a snare drum in yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. get a little heavy there, brother. There you go. He ain't heavy, he's my snare yeah, pack. Yeah, probably some bologna and <laughs> maybe dirty. some cheese. Mm. I mean, that's what I would assume is a lot of... <laughs> what the fuck is that? We ask that every week. We don't, we don't really know what's happening, Keith. Um, since you've yeah, been gone. Been, I miss a little bit, and then everything just goes to shit. I don't know what's going on There's here. There's two of them right there. So tonight's topic is musical homonyms. And I said, since you've been gone, and he's saying, I was thinking about the Rainbow song, and you sang the Kelly Clarkson since you've been gone. Yeah. So <laughs> right there, yeah, it's all per- coming around full yeah. circle. So that's a great lead in Pittsburgh, Kevin. Yeah, you're welcome. So Pittsburgh, Kevin that. is with us as well. Yeah. He's wearing his Irish uh, T-shirt that's done like an ACDC logo. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Very, very cool. Yes. Um, so that is tonight's topic. You know, these songs that are really famous, and then you go like, 
couldn't you think of a different name? Like, just couldn't you? <laughs> I don't really think you can, you know, you can't really trademark titles like that. No, you, know? you can't. It's just you can't. what it is. Mm. I don't think you can do it, Lou. I'm, I'm sorry you, to burst you, your you, bubble you, there, but I mean, yeah, but the show but must go on. You can't, but then like, there's all. Then we have all these problems. <laughs> We're going to tell this is a serious issue. So you, <clears throat> because I could be sitting here talking about you know the song "Money" and how much I love it and everything, and I'm talking about the Pink Floyd song, and Kevin is talking about the the Beatles song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next that's thing you like, know, we're all confused. That's it like be, it could be a problem. You have way you have to say like, hey, this is money by Pink Floyd. Okay, that's you gotta throw, way, you, you gotta throw them in. Too many words. That's too many words. I'm in. I'm like into the whole brevity thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, me too. And I'm also drink my, uh, you know, white Russian with cream mora. You know, but hey. <laughs> drastic times, drastic measures. <laughs> wow. I. You know. I. It's so funny you said that because, I a couple of weeks ago I was hankering for a uh, white Russian. I didn't have any like actual cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, no jokes, please. And um, <laughs> I and uh, so I did. I was looking at that can of cream, carnation or cream or whatever, mm-hmm. and going like, "What? No, I'm not that. Nah, you'll maybe. do it when you're too desperate." Yeah. <laughs> so there was. I found something else to drink. <laughs> um, he had water. I had. I think I had a Moscow Mule. But um, <laughs> so anyway, so this that's the topic for today. And uh, I don't really know. There is no law, right? That any I didn't come across any kind of law or ordinance or whatever that says you're not allowed to do this. No, no. And Nothing I didn't said see it. where anybody's been like. I mean, I guess if I wrote a song called "Stairway to Heaven," right? There might be. An there issue. might be a little bit of a flap <laughs> about something so in your face, but. There's really didn't nothing somebody, to say about it. Didn't somebody have a song called Stairway Heaven before Zeppelin did? I think it was like a pop singer, Paul Anker, or somebody did. You could research that one. That could be. <clears throat> so even there, or Freebird, or whatever. So what do we have? Lily, do you want to... We always start with Lily. You want to start with me? Yeah, because like... <clears throat> we'll All right, well, I was going to research, but go ahead. <laughs> All right, so my first one is Power of Love. <laughs> That's the one I thought of immediately. <laughs> was Huey Lewis in the News from the Back to the Future soundtrack. Uh, the other one is Frankie Goes to Hollywood from Welcome to the Pleasure Dome in 1984, which came first. And then the Jennifer Rush song that Celine Dion covered later. We all know which song that is, right? Huh. The whole super yeah. geeky love song. Uh, but that was also 1984. But Frankie Goes to Hollywood was still first. That's so crazy. Huh. Yeah. So that has three. <laughs> Probably more. But those um, are the three I found. There's, there's, there's some with uh, way too many. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going to tell you one that has way too many right now. Do it. Lady. Oh, yeah. That one has. Okay. Wait a minute. Okay. Listen. Listen. Here we go. Okay. Pro- it can be a proper name or a royal title. Most uh, most often, it's just a swanky way of saying woman. Each of these three biggest lady hits explores and expands on their own definitions of the term. So there's the sticks lady. Firmly played in progressive rock, Sticks turns Lady into a soaring love song worthy of the genre's complexities. The way out leaps in unexpected directions. The hard-pounding crescendo really hammers home how deeply singer Dennis Young digs his Lady of the Morning for whom he's wailing. Mm. And then there's Kenny Rogers. 
Commodore's frontman Lionel Richie befriended country's crooner Kenny Rogers in the 70s, and the two have worked together in various capacities ever since. Their first collaboration was Lady, a mammoth hit for Rogers that was written and produced by Richie. Number one, uh, simultaneously on Billboard's four biggest charts, the 100, <clears throat> country, adult, contempt, uh, and adult contemporary, and that was uh, when the top black singles, uh, that was a top black singles tune, um, so not bad for, um, you know, this, this, you know, this song went everywhere. And after receiving a monster hit from the song Lady, okay, Lionel Richie, you know, he did almost the same song with the Commodores in the form of an upbeat dance number called Lady, which is sometimes listed as Lady, You Bring Me Up, but it's really just called Lady. So he kind of like takes the cake. He's got mm-hmm. two different songs by the same guy. It's like kind of confusing. So like, he wins. You know, kissing cousins here. <laughs> but wait a minute. We're not done. We're not done. There's right, more. Kevin? But wait. There's more. There's there, more. But there, would you like to know more? Please. Uh, there is Lady by Little River Band. Yes. I mean, it's, it, yeah. it's just like, Crazy. how many ladies do we need? Uh, all the ladies. Really? All the ladies, all the time. <laughs> all, the mo- all, all, all the money, all the cars, all the women. All, all the, the ladies. Lady, all the time. All the ladies. All the ladies. That's no lady. That's, That's lady man. by sticks. <laughs> you you forgot one. Talk to your mommy. You That's a man, one. baby. One? Uh, the one by Jerry Lewis. Lady. Oh, no. my gosh. Not I love Jerry Lewis though. That's cool. Well, okay, all right. That definitely deserves this. <laughs> it's all coming together, folks. If you want to know, I did a little research, and the Uh-oh. title "I Want You" is done by like seven thousand five hundred thirty-nine <laughs> bands. And I would, I would now ramble them off to you. Ready? Go for it. <laughs> Number one, The Beatles, Savage Garden, Marvin Gaye, uh, and that's about it. But if, that's the one. Mo- that's the one most used. If you on the, if you go on the interwebs and Google some, what's the most used title of a song? And it says, I want you. I want you. Wow. Not, uh, not sexual healing. <laughs> <laughs> not in and God. We should pick, we should, let's just talking to Pittsburgh, Kevin. And I think we should start a project, Keith, where we write songs um, that have the same title, but they're real oddballs, like In and Gata So mm-hmm. we'll write the next In and Gata Devita, but it sounds nothing, nothing like In and Gata like... yeah. <laughs> yeah. That should be fun. Like a polka. It, yeah. It could be, it'll be, some, it'll be, it'll be something completely different. And now for something completely, completely different. different. So, um, well, yeah, Joe crazy. Freeman did some research for us. In the oh. 40s, the first song called Stairway to Heaven appears to have been penned by none other than Neil Sedaka. There you go. Neil Sedaka, Paul Anka, whoever. <laughs> Close enough. Sedaka, Close enough. Day. It's the same thing. Do close your eyes. Sanka. Who knows? Bobby Benton's crying there, too. Sanka. <laughs> Thank you, Joe, for looking that Do up for me. Do you know why, <laughs> to this day, yes. when you go to like any place in the United States yes. and you want, de- you want a decaf, it has an orange handle? Yeah. Because of Sanka. Oh. The very first. I didn't realize that. Coffee. I did not know that. And to this day, <laughs> well, it's, it's well, become universal. Stuff. The orange thing is is the decaf. Huh. The more you know. <laughs> I, I think I think you should do a podcast on take songs that have a question in it, in their title, and then make up your own answer. Like, well, we, we remember, we, well, we're going to do, some, we, we're gonna do some sort of, like, um, controversial podcast with stuff like that what do you mean up. gonna do <laughs> but uh, so who's next 
killing it. Keith man, gave you want like me to, three. You talking to me? You hey, got, you yeah, you've me? been on a while. What do you got? I got crazy, which is a lot more than I really want to go on about. But let's just do <laughs> two that are probably more well-known. And these are worlds apart and stylistically. But we got crazy by Patsy Cline, mm-hmm. yes. which is old, old school country at its finest. And then we have uh, Gnarls Barkley, if you remember that. Yeah, Which is I remember Green, that sort song. Of, uh, you know, a little whatever. Before before he was CeeLo Green, I think he was Gnarls Barkley. Or somebody else might have been involved too, but who knows. Then, then he started like just being weird and who knows what happened. How many animals did you have today? That was a workout <laughs> song for me. Mm, brownie. <laughs> you make me crazy. You guys do that song, right? So yeah, it's a little, that? we just use a we just use a different like a more syncopated rhythm. It's kind of just, but it's the same like it's more rocked out, I guess. Yeah, we'll no, say. no, that's cool. We did in Strange Love too. I I I love that song. I fell in love when I first heard it. Yeah, so crazy by um, there's another. There's got to be other crazies. Sure, there is. I'm when sure. I look in your eyes. I go, that's, I go crazy. I go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all you got, really? Wow. Well, I mean, that was two. I don't want to, like, you know, spend too much time on one. I mean, some of these are, like, it's just they go on and on and on. But, I mean, that's I try to not be too obscure with it either. I mean, at least people know those songs, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're probably a crazy by, you know, some garage band somewhere with teenagers in it. If you want to go, <laughs> you know, research that, that's probably a killer, too. But, I mean, that's probably something that's not really known yet. We're waiting for the next generation of rock stars to come out. And they're writing crazy as we speak. Like, right the second... Well, okay, there is seven iconic songs with the word crazy in it. You Drive Me Crazy by Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. Beyonce featuring Jay-Z, Crazy in Love. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is Everybody Crazy by Nothing But Thieves. Mm. Crazy Little Thing Called Love by Queen. What about about Let's Go Crazy? Crazy For You by Mad Donna. (laughs) Crazy Train. Uh, I'm gonna show you crazy, yeah. <laughs> and, but and I let's go crazy for some reason is not on this really stupid Blas- list. Blasphemy, it is. This list sucks. Well, it's obviously written by somebody in the history of lists. This is the worst list that has ever been listed. somewhere else. Keeps playing that That's sad a- trumpet. Terrible <laughs> list. Terrible. I pay, we have a trumpet player tonight. <laughs> Bones Magoo. <laughs> God. And uh, he's sitting in with us tonight on the Ladini Rock and Roll Circus. So. <laughs> live he's related trumpet, to, he's live related to trumpet, Keith. Phil McGroin. Live, live, live trumpet, I'm telling you. Come on, come on, Bones. Play him something good. Sweet. He doesn't sweet, like us Bones. tonight. Do you, do you know anything else? You work on something. We'll come back to you. Could you do something from Kind of Blue? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got Lily. Hey, I thought you did. You've been talking all night, <laughs> but he hasn't. He hasn't contributed hasn't said anything. Yeah, that's a, that's so what you were gonna say. He's been talking, but he hasn't said anything. <laughs> what do you got? Wolfscustoms.online. Happy birthday, Chris Underwolf. Happy we love you. Birthday, Chris. <laughs> yeah, Chris. Happy birthday, man. Forty. What? Eight. What is it? Eight, and he announced it before everybody else at me. <laughs> yeah. So what do you got, Pittsburgh? I remember when I was 48. <laughs> you still have your teeth, though, so come on. I do. It. <laughs> I do. All right, so uh, my first contribution, I got to admit, it's bad. 
Okay, go for it. It's bad. It is bad. Oh, Louie, oh, I got you. You did get me. <laughs> <laughs> so I got two for bad. Uh, bad, of course, Michael Jackson. Magic. King of Pop. <laughs> King of Pop. Uh, it was released September 7th, 1987. Uh, I was six. On the, it was a, what? You were six? Yes. Oh, my. Uh, from his, uh, also, the, the album is called Bad. Produced by Quincy Jones. Of course. That's right. Not a fan. That's right. What? Not a fan? But, uh, all right, it's enough of that. Who cares? It's Michael Jackson. Who cares? Now, let's get to the real bad. The real bad. The boys from Dublin. You too. Hey, Lou. That song has two chords. Lou. What? Yeah, that's uh, a killer song, though, man. So, but it only has uh, two chords. So, Lou. I could give a shit if it had no chords. It's still just a good song. <laughs> I don't go. I don't go counting effing chords and songs, man. It is what it is, and like you know, some of the best songs ever written with like less than four chords. Come on, you know what? this shit. But not less don't, than two. Don't don't act like you don't. I, th- I think King Keith thinks that song is bad. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, uh, hey, Lou there. Hey, Lou. Yeah, the Edge and Bono walk into a bar, you know, and uh, bartender oh, looks at him and goes, "Oh no." Not you two again. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be here all night. Boom, hey, boom, uh, Bones, boom, uh, what do you think about the, that joke that we just did there? I got the drums right here. I'm going to go over and do it. Next <laughs> yeah, Keith needs to set up a snare. I think Bones and, Ke- and Keith should jam because they're both into jazz. <laughs> there you go. That's hey, right. Hey, Trey, listen. hey, Bones, listen to me, brother. Listen to me. Play me like the hottest bebop lick you can play. Like, you ready? You got something good? Okay, let's hear it. Awesome. <laughs> Dude, you rock. This is you know, I, I love this guy. I say, wow. We need to have you on every week. Wow. He's very versatile, man. I mean, oh he really God. got oh, some good. different licks together. Man, such feeling. Bones Magoo, everybody. Bones I mean, Magoo. Stick around. There's going to be more Bones Magoo coming up. Uh, what do you got, Lily V6? Jump. Oh. For my love. Well, Jump <laughs> anyway, Van Halen. <laughs> Van Officer Van Halen. Is the one I think of. I don't know everybody else, but that's from the 1984 album. 19, in 1983, actually. Um, do you want me to do a background or not? Yeah, okay. do it. Okay. VH1. We have like, we're like, just, we've only been on like six minutes. So okay, we're gosh. Like, we, okay, we have well. A lot of time to film. Van Halen's 1984 pop breakthrough initially courted controversy by showering or showering. Wow. Showcasing Eddie Van Halen's. I know. I'm thinking dirty. Van Halen's skill with a synthesizer keyboard front and center instead of his signature guitar. Um, on immediate impact, though, Jump has its uh, clown around but still hard rocking music video. Uh, it proved utterly irresistible. Everybody loved it. Um, in Van Halen's one of Van Halen's most successful songs, reaching number one on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, the song differs from earlier Van Halen songs that is driven by a keyboard line. Although the song does contain guitar solo, David Lee Roth dedicated the song to martial arts Benny the Jet Urquidez, who uh, he was a student of. And the next version of Jump is by the Pointer Sisters from the album Breakout in 1983. Um, their song is simply titled Jump, but for its uh, single release in 84, the Pointer Sisters added a, um, in parentheses, for my love, not to compete with Van Halen's version of the song. So they did add something to it later. Um, the video featured athletes in various sports rocketing themselves put first to various victories and timed as the song was with the 1984 Summer Olympics that worked with it. And the third one 
is this awful, awful song that I used to dance to at uh, middle school. Oh, I know. Uh, oh, I know. I know who this don't is. You, don't you blast from that song because I'm kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm sorry. No, it's Chris Cross from That's Totally right. Crossed Out, 1992. Dan- every single middle school dance, we were all dancing to it. They were 12, 12 and 13 years old. So nice. uh, they wore backward clothes. Um, you can still hear these songs at 90s nights if you go to like Belvedere's and stuff. Um, but it did have <laughs> it did have international success topping the charts in Switzerland, Australia, and the United States. It was the third best-selling song in the United States in 1992 with sales of 2,079,000 physical copies. With an M, Pittsburgh, Kevin. That year. <laughs> so, yes, those I, are my I, three for John. Can, can I sort of correct something, though, yeah, go about ahead. the Van Halen thing? Yes. The- <laughs> <laughs> um... That is not, though, their first big song that featured keyboards. I don't think I said it was their first. Well, well, you you said it was different than their other songs in the the fact that it featured keyboards. So you didn't write that. I get that. You didn't write (laughs) a copy. That's cool. But I'm just saying. uh, Because most people think that the first song, and a lot of people do not realize this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Lou. I'm listening. (laughs) The Cradle Will Rock. Mm-hmm. All that rhythm guitar, that's a Krumar electric piano played through a Marshall stack. Really? Nerd. Did not know that. <laughs> dun, 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 that's, oh, yep. wow. yeah, really listen to it. Really, really listen to it. He's, he's playing it through his rig. That's what he's, you know, huh. but that's, that's, people did not realize that that was a keyboard. Huh. Just, yeah, little... that's, that's really, really interesting, man. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, it is going to be in serious. That's not I never knew that. I, I knew mean, he was going to do it. I, I mean, I had you know two other choices that was either you know to find that out or just go on living my life. But uh, that's a pretty good. Uh, that's a pretty good. Uh, that's a pretty good little little factoid there, Lou. <laughs> I should just come here drunk. Maybe that would help. <laughs> We do, uh, by the way, uh, no alcoholic beverages are actually consumed. This is all, uh, these are props. And that's iced tea. Exactly. Yeah. With alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's iced tea, just with slightly spiked. That's all. That's all good. Yeah, that's all. With moonshine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, we need to break the moonshine out. I have Heavens. moonshine from Virginia I have at my house. I have moonshine that you gave me last year. This is worse. Gave me, oh, the Beth gave it me might be year. fermented by now. This is this is made in someone's still okay. in their backyard. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Not at a factory. Yikes. Wow. Okay, here. how about this one? Oh, there's a million of these. Yeah, there's a million Fire. of that one. I didn't even write that one down because I didn't feel like writing oh, all the ones down. Right. Okay, there's the Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Which okay. is the one I would immediately think of. Released in 1967. Let me stand next to your fire. Uh, one of the earliest and most blazing examples of you know what Hendrix could really do uh, on the guitar. Mm-hmm. Okay, Fire by the Crazy World of Arthur Brown. Uh, English uh, occult I don't know him. Arthur Brown beat uh, both Alice Cooper and Kiss uh, to combining hot and heavy hard rock with scary black and white uh, face paint. I am the god of hellfire. Brown announces at the beginning of his signature anthem, and I bring you fire! And um, there is a really cool documentary. It's a three-part documentary on um, YouTube from the BBC. I believe it's the BBC. It may not be. I'm not sure. 
don't hold me that, but it's on YouTube about the the foundations of heavy metal, and they spend some good amount of time talking about uh, Arthur Brown. It's very very interesting, Ooh. and uh, he's definitely somebody that like people don't know about. You should check out Fire by the Ohio Players. Yeah, Funk Masters. Yep. The Ohio Players burn down any joint, anywhere, anytime. And this booty shaking inferno gets cranked up and played loud, preferably as loud as a five alarm siren. Okay, fire. Fire. Soul siblings, pointer sisters, truly smolder on this cover of a uh, pressure cooking song that Bruce Springsteen originally composed for Elvis Presley. Tragically, the king died before he had a chance to hear the demo. With uh, stop and start uh, intensity, the pointer sisters turned fire into an all out inferno. Um, and I remember, and there was all kind of great parodies on the radio and stuff of this song. Here's the one with Elmer Fudd. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, was, Robin, I, was that Robin Williams doing that? Uh, yeah. I think it was. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then there was, um, and um, a roller skate to the song. You know? Of course. Yeah. Nurse. Over at roller skate. But. What? Um, Nurse. Springsteen Hold didn't. On. I'm trying to call a waitress, but she's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> Nurse. I'm never going to buy this chick roller skates again. God damn it. She doesn't even use them. <laughs> Nurse. That'd be hilarious if Keith bought Samantha roller skates and she kind of looks at me and goes, well, this is just so you can get me my drinks faster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, roller skates will be in his ass. But they get away. They get away small. <laughs> man, my glass has been empty for at least five minutes now. Oh, man. Well, I tell you, we're going to take a little break. Keith, go get yourself a drink. Lily, who's watching and what's going on? Well, we have Chris Thunderwolf and Raven of watching, course, of course. Happy birthday again, my brother. <laughs> uh, Joe Freeman, as I've said before, they played um, Jump at uh, the skate rink all the time, apparently. Yes, they did. Um, and my mom, sure. Tracy Sampson, is watching tonight. Tracy. I don't know if she's at my house yet, but we'll find out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, So, yeah, um, these are musical homonyms. They are uh, songs mm-hmm. that have the same name, but are not the same song, like, at all. I'm calling you in there. What? I'm calling you. Because <laughs> I said nurse. That's your name. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. All the Man, feminists are going to start calling drink. This is some bullshit. I think this is a good time for... Um, some bones. Some bones. That's sweet, man. That's really sweet. Bones Magoo, everybody. Bones Magoo. Today we're doing the doers because it was on sale. But, um, so what do you think of Bones? Could you please? Well, it's not very nice. Thank you. What about you? Hooray! Oh, it's much better. What about you? Boo! No, it's not nice. He's drunk. Our audience is terrible. What do you think about him? You're killing me! Oh, my God, you guys are assholes. Well, they're drunk. Boo! They're drunk. Yeah, they're drunk. Killing me! Yippee! All right, finally, finally, somebody appreciates. That sounded like a three-year-old, just saying. I don't even know why that's here. You have a three-year-old running around the studio. When you were kicking my leg before, I thought it was my cat. I'm I like, know, oh, I'm sorry. Get down here. I didn't need to kick your kicking leg. or caressing. Oh. Playing caressing. footsies. Footsies. Mm-hmm. Is that still a thing? Footsies. Thank you very much! <laughs> We're just going to play sound effects for a while and let you guys relax. Oh, boy. Okay, so who's next? I just did mine. I think Keith is. Oh, Keith, Keith can't go. Keith is busy. Keith, can you talk? Can we, can yeah, we bother man. you to be on a podcast for a minute, please? I don't know. Yeah, I'm here, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm wide awake and I'm ready to do my thing. All right, All right. so what do you got? Pick it. 
Are you talking to me? Uh, hold on a second. How about sober? Thank you. Some, very something much. that's got to something you know I've got to stay away from. But sober by Tool was probably the one that all the metalheads know out yeah. there from there. Cool. Take probably 1993 album Undertow. Had a had a great video. You don't see the band in it. That was that kind of their thing. And it's a great song. One of our more commercial successes. And then to go into a more I guess say modern day kind of version of sober which would be by pink so that's one i know oh yes so there's two there's two for you right there i know that. i don't know what i don't know enough about pink that uh, other than it's a color and a singer um <laughs> that's you know that's pretty much Did all you I, say know. It's a color I don't know what singer. album is off of i mean it's got a you know it's oh, no, got a hooky groove to it you know so that's but like i said definitely two different different ones i don't even know why i'm in this room <laughs> Somebody probably farted so or something. <laughs> uh, I, I did a major, but whatever, just let it go. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Archie yeah. Bunker. Yeah, I did an Archie oh, Bunker. I just did an Archie Bunker. Yeah, you did. So I'm the Archie Bunker of rock and roll. That's, <laughs> that's what you are, sir. Right, you are, sir. Lily! <laughs> oh, my God, no. Stifle! I'm that's enough start- of that, because <laughs> I will literally <laughs> kill you. <laughs> I will shove this thing... I need that to open my bottle. You'll find another one. <laughs> <laughs> the thing. You should see this thing she's holding up, everybody. It's huge. It's huge. Actually, it's, it's not. Like a, it's like a baby, a baby arm holding an apple. <laughs> it's a bottle opener. That's what you want to call it. It's yeah. a butthole opener. Ah. Oh, well. No. <laughs> Stifle! Oh, jeez. <sighs> wow. Keith, are you there? He's had enough of us already. I'm here. I mean, I got, got photograph. Damn it, all to hell. Can Come I on, go? meathead. I'm sorry, was that yours? Can I, no, but it was I mine. Was, but go ahead. Okay. Next, go ahead. You go next. <laughs> Why do you forget about me? Oh, because you're in the corner. Oh, how many? You. How many? Don't you forget me? I think about there's only one. Okay. I, think I forgot about it. All right. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, so I'm gonna go with. Gloria! Oh my God! Oh, it's like all in the family. I'm leaving. My I mentioned girl. it one time. Stifle, <laughs> little girl. Oh jeez, look at this. Can you stifle already? <laughs> I'm coming drunk next week. Boy, the way Glenn Miller plays. Anyway, so all right, so mine is Gloria. <clears throat> we got the three bands, at least three bands. Oh, you were. Oh, I thought you were telling me there was two. No, no there's three. Only, t- only three. Only three. That's all. Uh, so Gloria is uh, Van Morrison wrote it uh, with his band Them in 1964. All right, so you got that version. <laughs> You've got. <sighs> sorry, everybody. You two. Hey, Lou. The Edge. No. In, okay. So. Um, <laughs> thank you, sir. Thank you, Bones. Uh, so you got uh, the uh, the U2 song, which came out in 1981. And, and then, of course, you've got... I was not uh, born yet. Lo- what? Sorry. It's on, it's on the album October. It, it is on the... Thank good, you. It's a good thank record. You, thank you should you. check it out if you haven't. Those um, first three U2 albums are really, like, very, very cool. Like, it's like... They were doing a lot with just a little. You yeah, know? yeah, the, exactly. The production was real slim. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I digress. And, and the last one I have is, of course, uh, Laura Branigan. Uh song came out, what, in, uh, you know, the, the 82. Thank you very much. I... S- Go ahead, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. There's Laura Brannigan. Three. I saw Laura Brannigan live. What? Yes, I did. She played at the... Um, she played at the... Um... At the skate rink. <laughs> <laughs> the skate rink. 
Tiffany opened for her. Probably. It was no. It was <laughs> her and her and Tiffany it, at the Pancake at the, Skating World. It was at the Three Rivers Arts Festival. Oh, fine. And um, the, the reason I went was because my favorite Pittsburgh band was playing. That's why I went. Who was it? B.E. Taylor. Oh, there you go. And this would be before B.E. Taylor became like a Christmas song guy. Like he was, he had rock songs, okay? So if you think, this wasn't Christmas. No. Before that, he was sang great rock and roll. He put out three albums of really good rock tunes. Um, And he was freaking great. But Laura Branigan was like high with headlining. So we stayed and listened to some of hers, you know. Because we don't want to make her feel bad. It wasn't like everybody's going to leave, you know. Right. You're like, oh, but it's when uh, when he had the song Vitamin L. Do you remember the song Vitamin L, oh, wow, Keith? Yeah. I do. Yeah, that's what that was. That song was that was that era. So that was a long huh. time ago. That was probably a DVE staple. Yep. Oh yeah. So what do you got, uh, Hawk? Oh jeez. That was your turn, um, actually. Oh, okay. Let me see. Let me see. I got. I write too small. Is my problem. I can't read. What's That's too small? Um, somebody to love. Sorry, somebody to love can be either heard early Jefferson Airplane, Starship, whatever the hell they were called at the moment. Grace Slick on lead vocals. And you got the one of the great Queen piano rock tunes, Somebody to Love, with the same title, Go Figure. And that's one of my favorite bands. So that, that just goes to show you that I have really good taste in my picks, man. Mm-hmm. You do, man. Like I said, I told you ahead of time, I, my backstory shit is short and sweet tonight because, you know, I got I got things, you know, things going on. But I'll try to improve my game when I come back next November for my annual <laughs> podcast appearance. <laughs> or whenever that may be. Keith isn't just the podcaster who tastes good. He's the podcaster with good taste. There it is. <laughs> oh, there you are. <laughs> you know what I'm Hallelujah. talking about. Oh my God! Oh, what do you got? Uh, okay, so let's talk about photograph. As I was starting there to, you go. Um, what's the when I say photograph? What's the first song you think of, Lily? Def Leppard. Okay, Kevin, what's the first song you think of? Well, I'm old, so I think of Ringo Starr. Keith, if I say a song called Photograph, what's the first song you think of? Nickelback. Right. Wow, all three. Everybody, <laughs> everybody, Nickelback. I actually did it on purpose because no one said it, and I would rather probably fucking. Throw up in my hand right now and listen to that fucking song. But we're going to play it next. No, no. no. Uh, photograph uh, done as consent. Def Leppard, I would think, would be my first choice. To be okay. Honest, no, if, well, let's. I'm, I'm glad you said that because that you know, but that you were thinking about that because photograph is by Nickelback. It's and there is an Ed Sheeran. <gasps> That's right. I forgot about that. And I like that. Um, yeah. As Pittsburgh Kevin said, the lush, gorgeous, yeah. breathtaking, absolutely spellbinding mm-hmm. Ringo co-wrote yeah. the pop epic photograph with fellow ex-Beatle George Harrison on a swanky yacht in the south of France. Excuse me. The south of France. There you go. That's uh, you can actually pick up on the lack the of luxury sophistication <laughs> in both the instrumentation and Ringo's uh, witty yet undeniable vocals. Photograph stands as one of the great moments in any of the Fab Four solo outputs. A perfect snapshot of a perfect moment, perfectly preserved forever. That ain't That's a mouthful. Perfect. And then, of course, Def Leppard rode the new wave of British metal to personal and creative crescendo that broke open all over the world with this song. Photograph, a huge MTV and rock radio hit. Uh, Photograph is an electrifying power pop onslaught that grabs up 
a musical gauntlet tossed down by the past bubblegum metal pioneers such as Kiss and Sweet with a background intensity on par with the group's uh, N-W-O-B-H-M, new, new, what is that? New Wave of British Heavy Metal. Oh, my God. I hate all these wow. acronyms. And KOTB. Um, Right, Sorry. exactly. <laughs> Such as uh, Samson and Diamond Head. Multi-part chorus, the photograph alone is a suite of styles that goes from soaring operatic metal to intoxicating glam pop sugar to haunting, unshakable longing. And that's some of the museum quality mastery. Well, that is really... Um, Mutt Lang. Mutt Lang. Really yeah, kind of just... Yeah, like, that's his whole thing. They didn't even know what they were doing. No. They were like... He was like, okay, what I want you to do is just hit the snare. Okay, we'll call you tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs> and then like, he'd be like, Phil Collin, like, he said, just play, just play an E chord. Okay. No, that's no, good. I, I, that's all good. Right. It's all I need. Go take a break. Yeah, yeah. go take a break. It's well, Mutt's masterpiece. And then they would come in like the next day and it would be photographed. <laughs> How did this happen? Um, but yeah, I mean, it, this... Ph- photography, right? Photography is like a theme. Like we could do a song about. I mean, we could do a po- we could do a song too. We could do a podcast about all the songs about photography, like Kodachrome by. I by, love that song. By, um, Simon and Garfunkel. I mean, like the idea wait, of wait, taking nudge, photographs nudge. of pictures and all that stuff um, is a uh, is like a you know it's like a cultural thing. You know, we love we love doing it. and like now we walk around with these things constantly. Taking they take pictures. photos. Yeah. Yeah. Good um, ones sometimes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it was in that movie I was telling you guys. I rewatched um, Young Doctors in Love, and somebody said, "Oh no, no, it wasn't that. It was, um, it was. I was watching a music video from the '80s, and somebody referenced, oh, where's my Instamatic?' Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and um, so, so it's a, it's a cultural thing. Um, but yeah, Ooh. photograph, photograph, yeah. photograph, good, good photograph. Choice. Good, good choice. Good, good choice. Oh, right, then. Oh, right. Bloody hell. All right, Bones. We need a little Cranky. musical interlude, buddy. You ready? Come on, man. Come on. I want you to play your best cool lick, you know, from the cool jazz era. Uh, do it. Keith, listen. This is going to be the hottest cool this, lick you've ever This is going to be the birth of cool. Go ahead. This is the birth of cool. <laughs> Dang! How does Damn! He, how does he do it? Oh, my I'm God. I almost feel like though, sometimes it sounds like an episode of The Peanuts when he's talking to the teacher. Or, you know. <laughs> You know, how do they, I, I mean, I, not to get us too far ahead of ourselves or off topic here, but how the hell do you understand them, man? I mean, seriously, do you understand what they're saying? I mean, he was just like, yeah, yeah, which is typical of a kid. Be like, okay, I hear you, but I really don't hear you. But so did you understand of, your way, teachers? Way before his time. Way before his time. <laughs> they're just mumbling, mumbling away, and he's like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. What the hell is she saying to you? Well, here's the thing. I think that's how – doesn't that how kids hear, listen to adults? Yeah, yeah. That's how that's I listen to adults now. That's literally what it sounds that's like. That's how kids are. They don't give a shit what you say. That's literally so they, what it sounds like. So they need some. That's how adults sound to me now. <laughs> that's how this podcast sounds sometimes now. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> oh, Lord, goodness gracious. Anyways, guys, so uh, who's next? Lily. Oh, is it me already? Sweet Lily. <laughs> this is like bowling. Oh, sweet Lily. This is like bowling. It's already my turn. <laughs> uh, I have the end next. Uh, so there are one, two, three, four. I have five of them. Uh, the Doors are the one I th- is the one I thought of first. Well, that was the first one I would think it was the end. Yeah. From the Doors in 1967. 
Uh, lead singer Jim Morrison initially wrote the lyrics about his breakup with his girlfriend, Mary Wer- Werbelow. I always say that wrong. But it evolved through months Hello. of performances at the Whiskey A Go-Go into, much, into a much longer song. The Doors recorded uh, nearly a 12-minute version for their self-titled debut album, which was released in 67, January 4th. Wasn't even close to being born yet. Um, it had been characterized by a per- precursor of the gothic rock genre. Um, in a review- that was one month old. Well, there you go. <laughs> in a review published in the Williams uh, Record in October 67, John Stickney described the Doors' collision collation excuse me as gothic rock which was one of the first pronounces of the term most notably he was more pensive for their contribution to the end okay so blah 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 the next one is my chemical romance uh the from the black parade in 2006 that's not the next one but that's the next one on my list uh the opening track on the black parade the song originally titled father is about the final moments of the patient as he dies uh, the patient is the main character of the album storyline, and the listeners can hear his ECG monitor beeping, counting down towards his death. It sounds like a happy album. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I can't wait to listen to that. The actual next one after The Doors was The Beatles, Abbey Road, 1969. Uh, and in the end, it was composed <laughs> by Paul McCartney and credited to Lennon McCartney. It was the last song recorded collectively, collectively by all four Beatles and is the final song of... <laughs> The medley that constitutes the majority of side two of the album. Next is Pearl Jam's version. Uh, The Eddie Vedder pen ballad about an unknown future was premiered by the Pearl Jam frontman during his solo tour from the album Black Spacer in 2009. Uh, Vedder told the Toronto Globe and uh, Mail that the part of the this aching love song was inspired by a phone message. He explained, I got a phone call from a friend from Spain. I couldn't pick up the phone because I was recording the guitar part. I had written half the song's lyrics. When I checked his message, he said uh, he had said something that enabled me to write the second verse in 20 minutes and it was done. And the last version is Kings of Leon, Come Around, Sundown is the album from 2010. This looping, distorted ballad about falling to, failing to live up to the expectations romantically is the opening track. Um, Caleb Followell explained that the music, he's the front man, uh, explained to the music fix why the band decided to include the track titled The End as the first track on the record while starting the record off with The End. I mean, it's definitely one of those songs that comes in one piece at a time. I have a sense of irony. Yes. So those are the five versions of The End. Yeah! Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. There it is. Boom goes dynamite. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! Okay. So, um, the, there you are. The, I did not realize there was that many of The Ends. Wow, see? A lot. Is it like a lot of ends, man? All the ends. Do the ends justify the means? Oh, my God. Does the Pittsburgh Kevin's turn? I have no idea. It can be. I can go next. Ow. I can go next if you want. All right. So uh, the uh, next one here is uh, Holiday. Holiday. I got that one. Do you have that one? I got that one. Go ahead. Well, in case I miss, I only have three. That's all I got. No, four. I have four. Oh, so you can you can you can back me up. Yes. Well, you all right? Bones, you okay? <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, so uh, first, <laughs> yikes! Uh, uh, first of the holidays is Green Day, the album American Idiot, two thousand four. Yes, yes, yes. So let's uh, take a look at some more here. What? Oh, you all right there? Okay. Uh, the next one is. What were you doing? Whoa, what were you, you okay? He's farting in my general direction. I was going to say. What are you doing? Right my God. 
Uh, next holiday is from the Scorpions. Yes. Album Love Drive from 1979. Hey, Lily, how old were you in 1979? Wasn't even thought of. My mom just graduated high school. It was 20 years <laughs> wow. ago today. And the next one I'm just going to mention. You think the King Biscuit Flower Hour should hire us, I think? Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? No? You don't even know what that is. Yes, I know. I've heard Do of it you? before. <laughs> yes. I thought for sure Lily would not get that reference. Last was just an honorable mention. Madonna, 1983. Well, also BG's album uh, had a song on there. It's called BG's First, 1967. So that's the other wow. holiday. There you go. Yes. Wow. <laughs> a quad effectra. High five. Quad fra- Quadfecta. Quadrophenia? Quadrophenia. Okay. Okay. All right, then. All right, then. If you say so, I mean, like, I don't really know what you're doing. Oh, boy. Right there? Yeah. (laughs) I hate you guys. No, no, I don't think you do. It only means I love you. I don't think you do. I think you love us. I don't even know wow. what that was, but okay. So, I'm a Keith, what do you got? Any more you want to talk about? One. There it is. That's on my list, too. I heard it's the loneliest it's, number. It is the loneliest number yes. you will ever do. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it also can be a Metallica song of the same name. Whoa, it can be a U2. That's it could be crazy a U- talk. Yes, no way. Yes. It could be a U2 song. It could be a BG song, for God's sake. We all were just songs. speaking about them. Wow. And these songs are all have nothing in common so i have nothing on them but yes one <laughs> one's probably you know for the metalheads out there on from the injustice for all album and all the controversial video that went with it and you know that's one of the big metallica songs of all time one by u2 still uh, just a good straight ahead pop song i think it's a very well written song and you know uh and the three dog night everybody knows is probably you know still bores the shit out of people on am radio somewhere and <laughs> The BG song I'm really not that familiar with, so uh, it's you know, but that's it's. And I'm sure there's plenty more, but those are the ones I think that I can, you know, say that at least someone somewhere has heard before knows what you're talking about. Right. So that's that's a good thing because, like I said, I try to remove the obscure. <laughs> good ones, good good ones, guys, good ones. Um, uh, yeah, this was a really kind of stupid topic. I uh, really wasn't much we could do with it. I thought it was so. fun. Yeah, we did. We did a lot of things. <laughs> it was like, I feel like it was we kind did. of like a big nothing. Uh, happy bar- birthday one more time to Chris uh, Thunderwolf Dodson, wolfscustoms.online. Go to rockrageradio.com and download the app, lulombardimusic.com and ludinirockandrollcircus.com as well. So um, does anybody want to add anything before I we get into uh, this day in music? No, yeah, me. Can I get? Okay. Can I go? Yeah, can, yeah. can I talk? Can I talk? Yeah. Um, I want to really give a shout out not only to Happy Birthday Wolf, but on a on a serious note, I did get a call yesterday from our biggest fan of all time, next to the Wolf, of course, is Billy Oldman. Called me yesterday and he hit his head and he had a concussion. He said, Aww. and I told I told him to probably go get checked out, but then he said he had a headache and, and I'm sure, you know, some sensitivity to the light, but he said he wasn't really feeling that well with nausea. He was actually making a lot of sense, which makes me think he probably did really have a concussion because that's what makes sense to me. The fact where he usually talks out of his ass and makes no fucking sense. Yesterday he was actually making sense. So there's probably is something wrong with him. So, Bill, so Billy, if you're, Billy, if you're watching this, get better, man, get well, and then go to bed. He should already be in bed if he's not well. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, if you got a concussion, take it easy, Hoss. That's what I told him. <laughs> what do you hate? Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, guys. Wait a minute. Bones wants to say something to oh. Billy Altman. What do you want to say? What do you want to say, Bones? Oh, <laughs> That's just for you, Billy. That's just for Billy. You. Bones said, "Go to bed," and that was, that was his. I translated it, and that says in musical terminology, uh, "Wait a minute, go to bed." That's it, man. That's that's a wrap. Unless you want me to. That's a country give wrap. Whose turn is it? We still on or what was going no, on? No, we're still on. We got we got to do. We're, we're not done. We're not done. We're not Hold done. On. There's more. We're not done. There's oh, wait, more. There's more. We have some birthdays today. In, in, a, in addition to Chris Underwolf Dotson, we have some really good birthdays. And, well, that's a good birthday. And we have guess what? Guess what? The Beatles did something today. Who didn't no know that? Way. They do something every day. Uh, at the end of North American tour, the Beatles played a charity concert at the Paramount Theater in New York City to 3,682 audience. Each paid $100 a ticket. Wow. That's expensive. $64, that would be equivalent to probably $500. Yeah. Like legit. Uh, But this is a very cool... This guy is like one of the fathers of rock and roll. Buddy Holly released Peggy Sue on this day. Wow. And that's a... A Peggy Sue... Peggy definitely Sean. a pioneer of rock and roll. He's one of the pioneers of rock and roll for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. Yeah, wear sure. these glasses. And the B, the like B you. side, the B yep. side was every day. Eight hundred eighty-two dollars and forty-seven cents. Wow, is what that would cost today. Wow. What would that be in cryptocurrency? I don't know. Oh, here we go. <laughs> can you, can you I'm sure I can Google it. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're gonna like this, Keith. On this day, what is it in Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> What is it in blowjobs? I knew you were going to say oh, that. I no. knew it because I was going to say it. <laughs> we get, that's why we get along so well. Um, Keith, you're, you're going to like this one. You're going to like this one. Yeah, Lay it on me. In this day in 1968, Led Zeppelin, recording under the name of the Yardbirds, started recording their debut album at Olympic Studios. The album took only about 36 hours of studio time to complete. It cost around 1,782 pounds, with most of the tracks being recorded live in the studio with very few overdubs. Hmm. Righteous bucks, man. I mean, that's like, that's how you do it, man. First album out of the gate, we're just going to play. Just set the mics up and just fucking play. Thought they had to do, man. Back in the day, that's what that's what separates the men from the boys. Now, now this next band here, guys. <laughs> this next band here, guys. Yes. Led Zeppelin. I mean, I love Led Zeppelin. I sure. love Black Sabbath. I don't care what you Rush say. I love this band. But but th- th- this band might top all those bands. Okay. 1969, this day, based on the comic book TV series, Archie and His Friends, the oh, Arches, no. Archie started a four-week run at number one on the U.S. singles charts with Sugar Sugar. 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 It became yeah. the longest-running one-hit wonder in the U.K. after spending eight weeks at the top of the charts. By cartoons. That's beautiful. <laughs> Can you that is amazing. That is the Archies, I mean, yeah, that's... I don't know what to I'm speechless. <laughs> Shut my mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. Blind Face started a two-week run at number one in the UK chart with their self-titled debut album. The only release from uh, Eric Clapton, Steve Winwood, Ginger Baker, and Rick Gretsch lineup also reached number one in the US. Their only UK gig was in Hyde Park uh, on the 7th of, July, 19, 7th of June, 1969. Yeah, it was one of those super groups and like they couldn't, Keep it together, <laughs> you know. Like we could, they played one gig. <laughs> <laughs> 
They got through. Ever been in a band, Keith, that only ever got through one gig? Nah. <laughs> I, I mean, there's bands, there are bands that I've played one gig with and wanted to quit, but I mean, the band, <laughs> didn't, the band didn't dissolve. I just didn't like either the players, the music, the money, the fuck. The list goes on. <laughs> okay, uh, on this day in 1970, Jim Morrison of The Doors was acquitted on all charges of lewd and lascivious. I love that word. Lascivious behavior. That was found guilty of exposing himself during a concert at the Dinner Key Auditorium in Coconut Grove Oops. a year and a half earlier. Sorry. At his trial at the Dade County Courthouse in Miami, Judge Goodman sentenced Morrison to six months hard labor and $500. Fine for public exposure, 60 days hard labor for profanity. Woo, the sentence was appealed, but Morrison was never brought to trial as he would die in Paris, France on July 3rd, he 1971. Yeah, it seems like this Dade County Judge Goodman was uh, just kind of had it in for long hairs. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like hippie freaks. Yeah, I'm going to teach him a lesson. Yep. It leaves you out. <laughs> <laughs> we found a loophole. Okay, so some cool birthdays. I saw a couple in there. Some cool birthdays. Mm-hmm. You yep, know who, February fifth. Yeah, <laughs> Keith. Do you know who Bobby Nunn is? Nunn. Yeah, all or none from the all or none band. He is. He was in the member of the Robins, and then the Coasters scored a U.S. Wow. Uh, number one single in '58 with Yakety Yak. <laughs> Don't he wasn't in the, in the all or none band. What was that? Wasn't he in the All or None band? That wasn't him, Bobby Nunn? I don't think so. Oh, sure. That's a different Bobby Nunn then. Uh, Young Blood, Poison Ivy. Nunn died on uh, November 5th, 1986. Do you know who Sweet Pea Atkinson is? Sweet Pea. Yeah, he was that little bastard off of Popeye. (laughs) (laughs) No. He's a great singer. Uh, he's on tons of records from the uh, late '80s and early '90s as a background. Worked. Uh, he's on um, Bonnie Raitt's Nick of Time. He's on um, a What Up Dog by Was Not Was. He's on tons and tons of albums. <clears throat> uh, born in the state, 1945. Chuck and John Panazzo, the twins. There you go. That's right. Uh, from Sticks, were born on this day. Ah. Yep. And John died sadly uh, in 1996 in July. And Alana Curie from uh, the female vocalist in the Thompson Twins. Jesus Christ. Every time I turn on that goddamn Sirius XM, I have to cruise around the 80s channels and stuff. And then next thing you know, boom. What band's on every goddamn day? The Thompson Twins. So that's funny you mentioned that because every day I turn it on, it's like fate. I know I'm going to hear at least one Thompson Twins song. Who knew they had that many hits? Okay, so we have two here that I think Lily wants to talk about. Oh, I don't no. have to talk about it. You can talk about it. Well, first of all, born on this day in 1966 is the the one, the, the incomparable, one of the greatest rock guitarists to ever live, who I don't think it's enough to do, it's Nuno Betancourt. Yes. Born this day. Oh, yep. happy birthday. Happy birthday, Nuno. And the only one that's important in that twin combination. Compli- wow. Oh, Combination go. is Gunner. Who is it? Matthew and Gunner Nelson. You got to lay off them white claws, man. Matthew and Gunner. Are you serious? It's their birthday today? Yes. Along with Nuno Yeah. Which one's cuter, Lily? Gunner. There you go. Ben Shepard from Soundgarden. There you go. Um, and I think that's pretty much going to wrap. Chris is in good company. 
wrap that up. So that all you, you check go. it out, Chris Thunderwolf Dawson. You were born like with a lot of other cool people. So good for you, brother. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Uh, you've been listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. You go to LudiniRockandRollCircus.com. As I spill <laughs> bourbon on myself. Oh, no, that's heard, twice you now. Heard of the Very good, Berlo. I mean, I don't know who's drunker tonight. With the, with the spilling of the alcohol. <laughs> oh, I There's uh, all kind of cool giveaways. You get access to some free music and exclusive content. Um, uh, Wolfscustoms.online. Happy birthday once again to Chris Thunderwolf Dodson. RockRageRadio.com. Download the app. And speaking of RockRageRadio.com, Lily? I have a show Thursdays called Hot Licks with Lily Six, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. I do have some cool interviews, and there's a very cool one this week that I'm not going to announce yet because I want to have the interview first before I announce it, and okay. he doesn't cancel. Um, so check that out. It's free. No, it's Rock- Leif Garrett. It's not oh. Leif Garrett this time. Um, He's dreamy. He is not. RockRageRadio.com. Donnie or- Ghost. No. <laughs> wow. Wow. No. You know what would be cool if you interviewed a dead person? That would be cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> we can arrange it. We can we arrange it. Yeah, the rain the rain is good for the roof. It's a free app or just go to rockradrader.com. We, we can make that happen. Oh my, oh my gosh. We can happen. Who do you want to interview? Pick somebody from pick, somebody. pick somebody's dead and we'll do it. Bowie. Okay. <laughs> Not a problem. I mean, it can happen. You can make that happen. We can make okay. That happen. <laughs> um well, the hawk is back, and you're going to be back, right? No, no more hooky. <laughs> no more hurricane-y? As he no. maniacally laughs. Yeah, I mean, I, oh, I don't know what to tell you, man. I, I'm living life day to day. I would, I will let you know, and I think that I could probably do at least, depending on you know schedules and you know, things like that. Well. Uh, We'll play it from week to week, man. I mean, that's that's, that's right. the best I can. That's the best I can do. I appreciate you giving me the the Monday thing. I mean, that's but that's that's the that's where I'm at with it. I'm trying. All right, brother. That's all good. Um, uh, anything, uh, Pittsburgh, Kevin? Would you like to add before we wrap up today? Uh, this weekend, I'll be peering in my bathroom, mopping the floor. Mm, so. You were doing that last week, naked. Well, a g-string. <laughs> Well, I gotta have some place to put the dollar bills. Oh boy! I'm just saying. In your butthole. In the, what? <laughs> so you're gonna take the g-string off your guitar? Uh huh. What the? What? <laughs> this is what I have to deal with. What do you That's like. Could you imagine if you went to a strip club and literally they were wearing literal g-strings? Like, I mean, that's basically what they are. Ba- bass Keith is or, looking like what the hell are you talking about? Is it bass string or six string? <laughs> Does it really matter? Oh, maybe it doesn't. No. <laughs> All right, guys. Hawk, good seeing you, brother. Yeah, you know I'm around, and uh, we'll see what's up. Uh, I'll be appearing at Friday and Saturday at different venues, and making my debut with a new band on Saturday. We'll see. I saw. Oh. Super exciting. What are they called? It is exciting because I love playing making trainer songs for money. It's awesome. But anyway, that's um, <laughs> still the horror thing. But Friday, I'll be at the poorhouse with Ugly, and I'll actually have a good time and make no money. So you're playing and with then... Megan Trainer. <laughs> What's that? Megan Train. You're playing with Megan Trainer. No, I'm playing songs by her and oh. other uh, other pop artists of that ill cool say. Okay. So you think cool. The, the cool thing about that gig is I can use my electronics that I spend so much money on that I never use in other bands. There you go. So, I mean, there is 
a light at the end of the tunnel. For dude, for what for what you guys get paid these days, man, you should show up with a fucking tambourine and be like, "This is it." This is it. <laughs> so I was talking get? to a guy the other day who's been playing in New Orleans, and it's probably more than just New Orleans. He's been playing in New Orleans since uh, this is the eighties. He said he still makes the same amount of money in the eighties he does now. Yep, <laughs> oh, man. that's a shame. Yeah, it is. But it's, okay. He made about on an average in a club, even on Barbie Street or whatever he was playing, he made an average of about a hundred dollars plus tips a night. And then to this day, that's what he makes to this day. And I'm like, that's eh, really fucking sad. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. Last Friday, I had a, this is a good one. I'll make it quick. The last Friday, we had a gig with Ugly and the place closed and didn't even tell us. <laughs> so luckily, nobody <laughs> showed up. <laughs> the place shut down. The business was just. I guess in shambles and they had to shut the place down and they never even told us that I was pretty good. We didn't show up then. That'd have been weird. <laughs> oh, I thought you were playing the gig and then I closed and it, no, no the place, that place oh, actually shut down and oh, then they, okay, didn't really, did not, they didn't even tell nobody. I was like, that's pretty professional. I wonder you're shutting down you dick. They mm-hmm. figured like, Hey, you know, should we call the band? Nah, they'll figure it out when they get here and there's nobody here. Uh-huh. <laughs> the fucking lights are out. All right, guys, have a great week. We'll catch you all in the next Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.